Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Dave Hall, your host here again. Very excited to be sharing with you information that can help you have a more safe and secure retirement. If you are looking for resources to help you get through that longest period of self-imposed unemployment, most of you are going to have through your lifetime, go to our website, www.retirementriskadvisors.com. Here you'll be able to get access to our education tools, resources, strategic partners, all the things that can help you enjoy those years that we call retirement. Very excited about today's show. It's a little different. Many times we get financial advisors in here. We get experts that focus only on finance itself. Today, I've got someone that's really on their second act. I've got with me today, Connie Inukai, who is a grandmapreneur. She's on her second act. She started in the education industry as a professor, and now she's in retirement uh, doing entrepreneur stuff and here to talk about not only what she's doing, but also to talk about some ideas to help each of you as listeners of things you can do as you get into that phase of your life. Connie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me here. Connie, let's talk a little bit first about your background. You started in education. Now you're an entrepreneur. How did that transition happen? I was a teacher of writing at the University of Maryland and the Johns Hopkins University for 40 years. I loved doing it because I loved helping students. And I would help them choose a career that would suit them. And my field was technical writing. So I taught them how to write reports so that they would succeed. They were all engineers and computer scientists. I told them how important it is for their writing to look good. So that's what I did. And it was a lot of work. And I used to stay up all night to grade papers. I'm sure that most people can relate to uh, being in college and you pull all-nighters to get all your projects done. Well, I was doing that for 40 years. Most people do it for four or five years. I did it for 40, and I felt like I needed to do something for me. I was inspiring students, and I felt like it was time to inspire myself. And so I assume that's when you decided to step away from the university. Is that correct? Exactly. Well, I already had some ideas about what I was going to be doing. I actually became an inventor because I taught technical writing, I taught them how to write instructions, how to write brochures, how to write reports, how to do PowerPoints, everything that they would need. And as I was teaching them, I was right alongside them doing my own stuff for my invention. And finally, I felt like I would dedicate myself to my personal invention and stop teaching. And can we talk a little bit about what inspired this invention and then what it is, what the first invention was that you come up with? Our life goes through many changes as we get older, and the first thing to go is the eyes. Usually when you hit about 50, 55, the vision starts getting worse. And I felt that when I would go out to eat with my friends, we all had the same problem, and we used to pass around reading glasses because none of us could read the small print on the menu or on the bill. And also the restaurants were too dark. This was actually a little bit before iPhones became so popular. But I invented a little product and it's called Tip and Split. And since this is only audio, nobody can see, but they can see on my website. I have a magnifying glass so you can make the menu easier to read. I have a light so we don't have to go chasing around the restaurant for a candle. And then you can also figure out a tip and split the bill in three seconds. 
So I knew nothing about inventing. But I got myself started because I wrote an instruction manual right as I was assigning my students. I was finding the best ways to make clear instructions. So I made an instruction manual for my device. You know, I, I just went right along with them. I made a brochure because I asked them to make a brochure for a company that they wanted to work with. And I was just having so much fun. And that's why I retired. So I knew nothing about inventing, but I decided to retire and I'm not afraid to learn. I'm learning all the time. Connie, I wish my eyes would have lasted to age 50. About around age 45, I thought I was doing this really bright thing for myself. I was traveling a lot at the time, and I got a very small computer. And I thought, okay, this is great. I'll be able to take it with me on the road. I noticed once I got the computer, I couldn't see the screen that well. So I thought, I'll just get some readers for when I look at this screen. I'll be fine, having no idea that once you go to readers, you never go back. And now I've had to wear glasses since that happened. But as you talk about this product, and I've seen it, it's very ingenuitive as you look at it. But how did you get the design put together? It makes sense to have a magnifying glass, a light, calculator, all that makes complete sense. But where did you find someone who could produce what you wanted and did the final product look like you expected it to? Well, it was a little bit difficult because I knew nothing about manufacturing. So I had to find a manufacturer. So I joined some Facebook groups about inventing. And I went to a lot of trade shows and I found out a little bit more about inventing, but the luckiest thing was, well, I'm divorced, but my former husband, who's also my friend, is a brilliant electrical engineer and mathematician. So I asked him, I said, this is my idea. Can you help? So he made all the algorithms for me. Oh, awesome. So I just had to send the algorithms to uh, manufacture and they were able to put it together for me. That is awesome. And so the product turned out basically exactly like you had envisioned it, it sounds like. Uh, exactly. Although first I was going to make it for restaurants. I was going to have it so it could fit into one of those things that hold the menu and the bill. Mm -hmm. And I was going to try to provide it to restaurants so they could give it to the servers. So if they saw anyone struggling to read the menu, they could just hand it to them. But then I found that I was going to go a different route decided to do it to normal people as a gift. So anyone who has a, a parent or themselves starting to lose their vision could buy it. I didn't even know how to do anything, but somehow I uh, got on QVC. Really? Yeah, I got on QVC, and then I got onto a bunch of other TV shows, and I started selling it really well. Actually, I was on ABC's The View, right? and we sold about 8,000 in uh, one minute. Wow. And so then I was trying to find some publicity for my product. And I actually hired people who really disappointed me. They had no idea how to get me more publicity. My son told me, Mom, you don't need to hire anyone. Why don't you read this book? I wrote a book. And it's called How I Got My Product on QVC, The Today Show, The View, and More in My Retirement. <laughs> I decided forget about hiring publicity people and do it myself. I wrote this book to help other people who were inventors or who had a product how to get publicity for their product. So I'm always thinking. Yeah, that's awesome, Connie, as you look at what you've been able to do. Let's talk a little bit about others. So you've got this great product. We're going to talk about another product you've also brought out. But for those that are listening, that, that are out there looking for opportunities 
to help supplement retirement or to keep themselves engaged during retirement or whatever the reason may be, what are some ideas or, or some thoughts you'd give them to help motivate them into the process or things to look out for, maybe traps that they want to stay out of? Well, what I really like to do is I like to encourage people who are retirement age to stay active. Everybody says stay active when you're retired. And I mean physically and mentally active because it helps. Because so many people just don't know what to do with their life. I actually encourage them to stay active. What I do is I go to a lot of trade shows and it keeps me socially active also. I keep mentally active because I've got to always learn things because of my age. Most people think that in retirement, you're embarrassed of what you are, and I'm so proud of it. So I encourage people in their retirement to maybe pursue a passion. There are two reasons why it's a good idea to have entrepreneurship as a retiree. When you're working the nine to five, you're on a fixed income, you're told what to do. You have to live by other people's rules. But when you're retired, you can be creative, because you don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to worry about college tuition. You don't have to worry about anything. So you can pursue a passion. So my first passion was about inventing. I just got really excited. I love calling myself an inventor. You know, I'm not quite Thomas Edison, but uh, I actually love that I can call myself an inventor. So I encourage people to find something that they like to do. And my last project I went back to my original career of writing. I was a writing teacher. So I'm using those skills on my new project. And my new project is called Write Your Selfie. And I'm helping people write their life story based on pictures. And it includes ancestry, pictures, and captions. Many people can do it by themselves. But some people just don't know how to get started. So they need some accountability. So I get them started and I get them finished. And I absolutely love what I'm doing. And it's sort of related to my previous profession. So if somebody has a previous profession or a hobby, that's a good way to get started. I know a lot of people make candles. They started making candles because they learned how to do that as a hobby. So many people now are selling candles and making a lot of money. And... Perhaps they misjudged their retirement income when they were working and now they don't have enough. So this is a chance to get a little bit of extra money in their retirement. Connie, I love so much about what you were saying from multiple aspects. I lived in Las Vegas for over a decade. I practiced there for about 25 years and I see far too many retirees wasting their lives away in the casino, going down there, having no passion, nothing to do. So they go down and blow their retirement, their social security checks. And yet I see someone like you that's not only doing it for some extra money, which is important for so many retirees, but also to keep your mind sharp, to be able to give back, to be able to stay engaged, to have social connections. And as you look at this, this really is what entrepreneurism is about. Yes, it may require some money. and We've got to be very careful to not take our retirement savings and put it into something that we are not 100% sure is going to work out. But it also is an opportunity to keep ourselves active and to give back and to make money, and to do all these things that you've been successfully able to do. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit risky, but I don't risk too much. My favorite quote is by a woman named Erin Hansen. Her quote is, what if I fail? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? 
And I live by that. I just absolutely love it. By this age, we've already failed many times in life, but we always know we're going to get back up. So that's what I would encourage retirees to do. Try something. If you really like it, keep going on. If it doesn't work, try something else. And we all have a long life that we're looking at as a retiree and find something that you never had enough time to do. And learn it. Like me, I never had enough time to invent anything, but I I learned it. And actually, here's the thing about inventing. I've been told about three in 10 people has an invention in their head. Very few do it. And what they do is 20 years later, they see their invention in a store. That's definitely true. I know there was one out there for me because of having so many kids. I mentioned that I have eight children. And as a result, I hated going to fast food places because they always got it wrong. If you can imagine ordering for eight to 10 people. And the funny one was when they read it back to you, like I was going to remember everything that my kids ordered. It's like, okay, I have no idea what they just told you. So I'm going to assume it's correct. And then they would get it wrong that it made sense to have an electronic kiosk. Obviously, it's there now, and I was not in a position to be able to bring it forward, but you're right. I've seen it with clients over the years. I've seen it with people I work with, but I really love your passion. Again, as you look into retirement, I did a show not too long ago with someone who had been in the police force, and she talked about how the average life expectancy of a police officer once they left the force was only about five years because they went from being so important, being so involved to really not doing anything. And she was on her second venture and moving forward, helping people. But I look at it here that it's just a great opportunity to keep going, to stay engaged. And it's really amazing how quick it can happen. I think that's the other thing we look at and think, oh, we're we're 74 years old, we're 78 years old. Surely I can't get this done before I pass away. And yet we live for another decade And we get it done and more during that period of time if we put our uh, pedal down and continue to move forward with what we want to do. Right. You know, you never know when you're going to go. I'll tell you what I want to do. When I get to be really old, I would like to be the person in the assisted housing (laughs) that everybody comes to talk to me about what you're doing now. Because I imagine I won't stop. Yeah, you people like you don't. And, and it's something that I've talked about even for myself. I obviously have a, a large family that many of them have offered to help me. And I said, no, I'm going into the center. I want to be around people every day. I'm used to it here at the house. We've got kids running around all the time. That's not going to happen when I get to that age. You'll have your kids. You're going to be on your own lives. Send me to the center so I have somebody to hang out with every day. And maybe it's you and I. I'm a little younger than you are, but maybe it's us in the center hanging out, talking about the great things we're going to continue to do throughout the rest of our lives. Right. You have to look forward to something and thinking about my next invention when I have some spare time. One thing that I thought about like 20 years ago when people started drinking water all the time, I wanted to sell water bottles in a machine. You know, they would sell Cokes. I wanted to put water bottles in there. I told it to a few people and they said, that's crazy. Of course, I didn't do it. Yeah, look at the billions of dollars that that's uh, turned into now when we look at it. Right. One of the things that people should think about when they're retired is um, don't lose your sense of curiosity. I still, at my age, feel like a child. They're all curious about everything. Why does that have to change? I'm still curious. You are too, right? Absolutely. Always looking at new opportunities, new things to do. Uh, Even these uh, podcasts are great for me because it gives me an opportunity to understand what other people are doing. 
That was one of the things they loved about my career. And especially in Vegas, you saw a little bit of everything. A lot of it I didn't necessarily want to get involved with, but I learned a lot about life and what people go through and what they deal with and the, the challenges and the benefits and all that that happen. And now through podcasting and this type of work, we get the same opportunity to learn from people like you, grand entrepreneurs that are out there making the world a better place, doing things to make your life a better experience so that you can continue to enjoy those golden years. Medicare insurance can be overwhelming and you may have lots of questions. We have teamed up with Medicare Compare USA to get your questions answered. Visit MedicareComparUSA.com forward slash retirement risk advisors for complimentary Medicare insurance consultation today. You know, there are so many things that people can do just to get started. For example, AARP has a whole list of jobs that people can do. One of them that I found was dog walking. Do you know how much people make walking dogs? I do because we had someone on our show that talked about Rover as one of the companies that does that. And I went and looked to see how much you had to pay for those services and started realizing it's a great side gig. Right, 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 right. If I wasn't so busy doing this, I would think about that because I think they make a lot of money and especially if they like dogs. Yes. There are so many jobs that you can find. You can also go to the public library. Right now, they have a lot of retirees working there. And I guess they get to read books and suggest books. You know, this is great. It's something to do in your spare time. Or work in the hospital. Be a volunteer and give back to the community. There are so many things. Some of them pay you. Some of them just pay you in your heart. One of the things that I've seen, Connie, that, that I've really liked, and really especially for retirees, there's many opportunities to serve in something to see if you like it. You don't have to go in in a business to begin with. You may be able to just go in and serve in that area, get, get an understanding of how things work. And then if you like it, be able to transition into something that's going to pay you some money. Exactly, exactly. For example, there are a lot of people who, who volunteer in a hospital and then they get their license and then they're able to uh, help others, like do home care. Those are all great jobs to do and fulfilling jobs. I've had some friends that have done that with teaching that ended up helping in their grandchildren's classroom and then realized that there was an opportunity for them to be able to get paid to be there. Right. So then they, they got the certificates they needed to be able to go in and assist in the class and be with their grandchild while they were there. You know, so anybody who's listening to this, there are endless opportunities, endless you are only limited by the amount of time you want to take away from the casinos <laughs> and, and just think about your own life. I'm actually branching out into a new field with my uh, memoir book, Write Your Selfie. Uh -huh. And I met somebody who runs a memory care center. That's for people with dementia and Alzheimer's. I'm going to be working with that center. They're going to have an activity once a week with adult children who have a parent or grandparent with Alzheimer's, and we're going to write the book together. That's awesome. Now, can you imagine that? That's yep. such a bonding opportunity. Although somebody with dementia has very bad short-term memory, if you have them look through pictures of their past, they will lighten up and be so excited to share their memories. So this is something that I don't think anybody else does, but I'm doing it. 
That's awesome. And it really is your creativity and your curiosity. And as we look at it, those of you who are listening out here, if you need something, not only from a financial standpoint, but from an emotional standpoint to get you through retirement. And again, the more active we stay, the longer that retirement's going to be. If you want a short retirement, just go home, sit on the couch, don't do anything once you're done with your job and wait to die, I guess, on that couch. But if you want a fun-filled retirement where you have time for your grandkids, your friends, your family, whatever it is that you want to do, golf, shopping, go out and do productive things that will keep your mind sharp and keep your body uh, physically active and allow you to not only help yourself, but to give back to society. Exactly. I love to inspire older people because we still have so much to offer. And besides having things to offer, we have the wisdom of having been through a lot. I've had an opportunity in my career to sit down with a lot of retirees in various positions, from church positions to professional positions, and it's just been a great pleasure to be able to learn so much, to be able to learn about life that was so different than maybe the life I was raised in, to learn about experiences from big cities that people were raised in, and I was raised in a small town, to find out what makes people work, what makes people who they are, and what makes us as a society a better group of people. So you're a lot younger than me, but I'm sure that you remember the days before we had digital marketing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's totally foreign to me, but I'm learning about it. I'm learning about it. Of course, I had to learn about the computer. Some people don't even know how to use a computer yet. It's unbelievable. And the key is, Connie, is just continuing to learn. As you look at it, and I would tell those who are listening, we talk about it from a risk-based retirement side, that it's all about education. But really, anything that we're doing in our lives, there's so much opportunity to learn. It doesn't need to cost you a bunch of money. Connie even talked about the access to the library and how much information is there. Maybe it's a webinar or podcast that either cost you a small amount of money or no money. All of that can be learned so quickly and implemented, and within six months, a year, you could have a whole new skill. You could be doing something that you've always dreamt of doing that you just never knew quite how to do, and now you're at a point that you, you've mastered it. Well, for example, Dave, you don't charge for this podcast, right, for somebody to listen to it? Correct. So everybody, can, everybody who listens to your podcast can get some ideas. Maybe they can get one idea from listening to this about what they can do for free. Exactly. And that's why we do what we do is we want to be able to provide the education so people can have better lives, so they can make better decisions. And that's what it takes as we go through here. Uh -huh. Connie, unfortunately, we are out of time and it blows me away how fast these podcasts go when we get into the details of this. I want people to be able to connect with you, those who are looking not only for your products, but to be able to, to connect with someone that's going through a period of life that maybe they're just entering into. They have some uncertainty with, how's the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you? You can look at my website. It's called www.grandmapreneur.com. And on that website, I have a link to my invention, my tip and split invention. And I also have a link to write your selfie. And it also has my email address so that they can email me if they want more information. And what you don't realize, Connie, is you've got another business there in your website name. That's got to have some value in this day and age. Grandma Panur, right. very good website address. I got the, the trademark for it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's got some value to it as well. Connie, thank you so much for being with us today. Those of you who are with us, please reach out to Connie. If you are at a point in your life that you would like to take advantage of the inventions that she offers, 
from the tip and slip and the write your selfie, go ahead and do that through her website. If you'd just like to connect with her, have someone else that you can socialize with, very engaged, active, uh, wanting to be creative and continue to progress her retirement, reach out to her as well. If you want to learn more about getting to a safe and secure retirement, go to our website, retirementriskadvisors.com. My name's Dave Hall. I look forward to seeing each of you again next week. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We come out with a new episode every Friday morning and you don't want to miss it. If you want to continue the conversation from our podcast, join Dave every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time on the Retirement Risk Advisors Facebook page as he answers your retirement questions live. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show is to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars. Retirement education. Visit retirementriskadvisors.com to sign up for more than 15 free CPE retirement webinars.